0: Visit chrissawyer.anny-mac.com. Email him at csawyer at any maccom or give him a call. 860-878-8730. Chris Sawyer, NMLS number 39345. Corporate NMLS number 338923. Mac Home Mortgage and Equal Housing Lender. American Neighborhood Mortgage Acceptance Company, LLC. DBA, Mac Home Mortgage. Act. Direct. Your First Mortgage Correspondent. License Lender. Broker number ML 338923. Massachusetts Mortgage Lender and Mortgage Broker. License Number MC 338923. Rhode Island License Lender. License Number two zero one one two eight one zero. Call for additional details. pitch is drilled to deep right field toward the poles, and it is God. They don't mind not being what they were in
1: the 90s as the best organization in baseball, because the Yankees are not They're even close to the best organization in baseball.
2: They're trying to be the Rays, and the Rays do this for a reason. Like, you're the Yankees.
1: Welcome to Sports Talk with Rj I'm Steve Risser, along here with Justin D'Anafrio. And we've had the fourth week of the college football playoff rankings, and this is this is this is the week I actually agree with most of the rankings because obviously uh, Georgia at the top. Uh, you got Big Ohio State, Michigan, two, three. And where I agree the most is not because Jordan Travis got hurt. I think this is deserving of Washington. Washington should definitely be the number four team in the country, and I think if they win this week, they should be in the college football playoff regardless because they won the toughest conference. In college football, but we know the committee's probably not going to do that because they're going to put the whoever wins the game on Saturday ahead of ahead of them. But I'm happy that Washington's four, Florida State at five, and you got a six, you got Oregon seven, you got a uh, uh, Texas, got, and then eight, you got Alabama. And really, after that, it really doesn't matter because even Louisville, now that Travis has hurt, even if they beat Florida State, I still don't think they get into the yeah. playoffs a lot. So I I, I I like these rankings overall. I like the fact Washington's number four, and uh, yeah, but. but I think this week two against three. I think this week this Ohio State this Ohio State Michigan game is a playoff game. The loser of this game, there's no way the loser should be in the playoffs.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. Um, they shouldn't now, because you can even make the point right now that Washington has a better resume than Michigan. In Much that better Washington- resume
1: than Michigan, Michigan's beaten one be at- good team all year. They yeah. beat Penn State. That was it.
2: Yeah. So, like, Washington, I think should be at three. You really want oh, to go? Yeah, all yeah absolutely. Today, so. I
1: think they should. Honestly, let's be honest. They probably should be at two. They got a better visit in Ohio State and, and Michigan. I'm just happy they're at four because I was sick of them being at five every single week.
2: Yeah, yeah, I know. Like, because look, Florida State's a good team, but yeah, like they're, again, they're gonna. They I probably guess. will have off by two scores against with Jordan Travis out there against against Georgia or something like that. So yeah, yeah I'm with like, Why is a better team. You know. Like, because it's ridiculous that Oregon State went down five spots for losing by two at home to the number four team in the country. That so yeah, that tells you all you need to know.
1: The way they value the Pac-12, the way they value yeah. the Pac-12, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, like it's, they they do not know how good that conference has been this year. That conference has been excellent this season. I know it's breaking up, but in the last year, it's been excellent.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, SEC you still got a seven to four uh, Tennessee team in there that, that hasn't beaten anybody,
1: and they got blown out in the swamp and at Missouri.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yep. And common opponent, Utah, uh, Utah beat Florida. I know Utah hasn't been great either this year, but yeah. Hey, yep. you know, yep. So yep. Yep. those are my gripes there with the, with the committee. But again, just shows you the sec bias. They love to show you week in and week out. Um, exactly. which is the problem. Um, but like other than that, yeah, like, you know, you could probably say, well, I should move up again. Cause you know, they have the best resume out there. Um, because even that, I know they didn't beat Arizona, the top twenty-five team. But the way Arizona's been playing, that's the yeah. top fifteen win. Now, it's so.
1: resume and it's eye test. Their defense made the stop at the end of the game. Their defense has played pretty well the last couple of weeks. They got the high, yeah. probably the Heisman Trophy front runner in Michael Penix Jr. They got one of the best receivers in the country in Roman Zuna. Yeah. So what's, the, what's his last name? Azuna, I'm trying to get his last name. Oh uh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah Zuna. Yeah, yeah. Azuna, Are, it, it, yeah, I think that. Yeah, Yeah,
1: have one of the best receivers in the country. So Washington, I think to me, I think they're the, right now they're the second best team. And I, and I think if Washington and Oregon play and Oregon wins, they both have to be in the playoff. But I just have a feeling that's not going to happen.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. It should happen, but it won't, especially if it's like a close game, goes down to the wire. Yeah, they it go. You know, if somebody kicks a game when if if Oregon kicks a game with a field goal. Oh, yeah, they should be. But, yeah, that's not going to happen. Um, you know, that's the chaos like Texas. I don't know. I don't think they lose this week. I don't know. Well, the Big 12, there's like 126 know, combinations that could yeah, happen. It's like, crazy who's going to play nuts, them in so. that
1: championship game, yeah. But, uh, yeah. But, but I'd say if Georgia wins this week, they're obviously in. I hate to say it, but the win- it shouldn't be, but the winner of the game between Ohio State and Michigan, even if they somehow lose to Iowa, is probably in.
2: So mm-hmm. those are
1: two teams that are in. And then if Florida State somehow goes undefeated, they're probably in. So uh, it's probably going to be down to that one spot. It could, it could end up. Being which team wins the uh which team wins the Pac-12?
2: Yeah, yeah, it absolutely could, you know, because Iowa's at 17. They win this week, maybe they move up another spot. Yeah, like, yeah. that could be a top 16, top 15 win. But for... the thing
1: is, say Texas wins the Big 12 and Alabama wins the SEC, then it's going to be a mess.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, it absolutely. Well, and you know, I don't think Iowa should be up that high either. Like I, you know, I don't want to, you know, <laughs> I, I they shouldn't be that high up. But yeah, like if one of those two teams, um, you know. Lose as well, yeah. Like, it's create chaos, cast, but um, yeah, you know, that Ohio State, Michigan, it's definitely a play. And I don't think either that the loser should be in this week, even if it's a tight game, like especially because Michigan hasn't really played well the last couple of weeks. Ohio State, the offense is starting to kind of figure themselves out, but I would still, like, do you, I don't trust McCord in a big moment. The,
1: the loser of this game has got to be the number, like, the number eight team in the country and stay at number eight, stay there the entire time. There is no way. No way the loser of this game should be anywhere near the college football playoff looking at the schedules that these two teams played this year.
2: Yeah. Cause I know Ohio State has a nice one. against Nourdain, but Nourdain's a, it's name's not great. And three, they're not great. Yeah. They're not that's, great. That's, that's Penn state.
1: Thing. We've seen Penn state. Yeah. They're, they're we see all Penn state in the Michigan Ohio state game. Their offense was not good in either game.
2: No, no, that's, that's the problem. Now, Michigan, this is, I don't think it's going to happen. They do have a win against UNLV who is nine and two. They won this week. They're 10 and two. I could I don't think it's going to happen, but they should maybe get some. They, yeah, I wouldn't be sure. If maybe they come in at 25. Wow. I don't think it will happen. Wow. But you know, if he's a good team. Like Barry Odom should, him and Jerry Kill should win coach of the year. Uh, really, New Mexico really? State win nine games. They sure really, they wow. won't, but nine and three in New Mexico state's impressive. Uh, yeah. Had you're, you're, it had the fifties.
1: Yeah. New know. Mexico state actually, uh, they beat you know, Auburn last week.
2: Oh, yeah, that's that's the Hugh 3 special. Don't, you know, for a big game, his team doesn't show up. Yeah, yeah. Um, But, yeah, going back to you know, so maybe that could help Michigan, I guess, with their non conference schedule somehow, with a 10-win UNLV team. But other than that, like, yeah, like their resumes aren't great because Iowa's not good. Like, none of the teams played Iowa in the regular season, but they're not good. They're 9-2, but they're going to get, they'll, they'll be a three-touchdown dog. They lost 31
1: nothing at Penn State. They got destroyed, and they lost to Minnesota at home. Yeah, Iowa's yeah. the worst nine and two. Hey, Penn State's not a great nine and two. It's a much better nine and two than
2: Iowa. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, that thing was 31 nothing wasn't even close. Yeah. They have 100 yards of offense. I don't think I would did in yeah. that game. I know Iowa's really banged up right now. Like, they're missing a ton offensively and their best defensive or one of their best defense players now. Um, But, yeah, that's not a good team. So, yeah, look, you know, Michigan was absolutely steamrolling everybody. McCarthy, I don't think, is 100% either. So, that, that's another thing they, you know, um going down to it but yeah like other than that with these kind of rankings yeah like the loser should go down you know behind alabama because alabama still theoretically has a shot um so i'm, I'm with you like the, the loser this one should kind of go go at least the number eight because you know and then because they still have a shot like if chaos happens they could you know one Ohio State still still get in but i don't think it'd be very likely
1: no they, neither of these teams if they lose this game has got to be eliminated from the playoff. And now we were going to talk about that game between Ohio State and Michigan. And I think the big story going into this game is, is how Michigan, they've not missed Jim Harbaugh these first two weeks. Yeah, you may argue they missed them last, but I missed them last week because they barely beat Maryland. But how big of a loss is Jim Harbaugh going to be this week? I don't think it's going to be that huge because I think they're the better team. I think they're the better team. Now, the problem I got with Michigan is the conservative play calling on third down. It, it, that is absurd. Yeah, it might work against Ohio State. I'm telling you. They are if they're going to they continue to be this conservative on third down, even if Harbaugh's there, they are not going to win a national championship.
2: No, I'm with you because look, we talked about it in our, the NFL show, um, and sir, you know you, you're trying to play not to lose. Like I get like with them, their defense is pretty good and all that. Yeah, but, but like, if
1: they if they get to the national title game against Georgia, yeah, they you, get into yeah. a national semifinal game against Washington. They play that way, they're losing.
2: Yeah, you know, like yeah, you, know, you might be able to beat Washington up front. But yeah, you're not out physically, Georgia. We saw that a couple years ago. Like, if you want to just try to run the football against Georgia and get out of there with oh nothing happening, we saw God. that
1: game. We saw that game yeah. too. We yeah. saw that game two years ago. That was that was it. That was a blow. That
2: was a, yeah. So like, I don't know if that's Jim Harbaugh on like Friday or Saturday morning saying, "Hey, just run the football. Let's get out of there," and just like, let's be as basic as possible because there's so much hatred between like these. They have the clock of the game every year. They cross out the, you know, the, the starting initial, you know, like <laughs> the, you can't even say the other team's name. It's either the team yeah. North or the team South. Like, yeah. you know, I think it was Cardell Jones a couple weeks ago was talking about every week at Ohio State, they would put in like a few minutes of practice every week for Michigan. Like they would just five to 10 minutes of just like <laughs> focusing on plays for Michigan. Like yeah. that's how I so like I could see where it's just like they just been so basic, hey, we're not showing them one thing. That's the only, that will be the interesting thing is how much different, you know, like how much, you know, how, you know, how plain vanilla have these, these teams been very kind of basic, you know, what what have they been hiding? I think it's what we're going to find out. Maybe that's why Michigan's been like this.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We'll see. And I think uh, this leads us to our next point is what does Michigan have to do to win this football game? Number one, continue to run the football, continue to run the football, but be a little bit more, Stop being so conservative. Run the ball well, which you've done all year. I get it. You run first, but stop. As we said earlier, stop being so conservative. Stop being so conservative on third down. Uh, so, but it might work here. It might work against this team because they're going up against Kyle McCord. So it might, with them being conservative, it might work in this game. Also contain Marvin Harrison. You know he's going to make his plays, but contain Marvin Harrison. If Marvin Harrison is a big game, that's definitely going to that's going to open things up for for a tra- Travion Henderson in the run game. So uh, yeah, you you got to contain Marvin Harris. those are the two keys for Michigan to win.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. For me, for Michigan to get win this football game, um, they got to protect their two tackles. Um, you know, offensively right now have not been great. The last couple of weeks, like you saw last week, Maryland got some pressure on them. Ohio State they got JTT. Could he be a game record? Because I don't think McCarthy's 100% right now either. Um, you know, can, you know, cause if Ohio State can kind of get some pressure on them and especially if Ohio, especially Michigan cannot stay ahead of the change and you have to go third and nine where it's a passing down, I think that's where Michigan can get into problems this one. Their wide receiver, Roman Wilson, uh, he left the game last week after, you know, in, um against Maryland, but it sounds like he is going to play this week. So that's going to be big for them. Um, But that's kind of number one for me is you got to, you got to protect because Ohio State could bring some pressure this week. Um and number two for me is for Michigan is, is yeah, you got to, you know, you mentioned it, you got to slow down Marvin Harrison. Like he's, he's the best player in that field. You know, he's the best, like we saw against Penn state. He made what he had 12 catches on like 15, 16 yeah, targets. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like when Kyle McCord is that when he needs a play, he's going to Marvin Harrison. If you can't stop, he, again, he could really, you know, change the game on a dime. Um, if he can make a big play, a big kind of 50-60 yard catch. Because I think, like we've talked about the, the Penn State Ohio State game and the Penn State Michigan game. I don't see many drives in this one where you're gonna go on a 13 play, 75-yard drive. Like I just with these two defenses, I don't think that's gonna happen. So, like the big explosive plays are gonna be huge. And if Michigan, you know, lets Marvin Harrison hit a big play or two, you know, you you could be in trouble because it's gonna be a low. I think I know this game is usually very high scoring, and the winning team's usually in the 40s, but I just I don't I know I was talking about they may have been hiding stuff, but I just think these two defenses are so good. And I think Ohio State is, I do think Jim Knowles physically, I think that Ohio State team, I don't think they get pushed around as much this time. So I I have a hard time seeing a lot of points in this one.
1: Now we'll move on to Ohio State. What does Ohio State have to do to win the game? And first, they have to contain Michigan's running game. I know they're not going to they are not gonna shut it down because, let me, let's be honest, Notre Dame ran the football on them, and Rutgers ran the ball on them. Yeah. So uh, I still think Michigan's going to run the ball. They just can't go crazy like they did the last two games against them. They have to contain Michigan's running game. And number two, McCord has got to make a big play. If he doesn't make a big play in this game, they're not going to win. He can't manage this game. He's got to make a big play in this game to Marvin Harrison. He's, or one of the, the, one of the other – got another good receiver, too. So Mecca, he's got
2: Buket.
1: A, a Buket and Harrison, he's got to make a big play in this game. Kyle McCord, if he doesn't make a big play in this game, Ohio State is, is going to lose it. So it's, it's contained the run game, and McCord has got to make some big plays in this game. He can't just manage this game.
2: Yeah, yeah absolutely. And McCord, it's is a big one. I know we saw – the one moment we saw was that Notre Dame game. He went down the field and won that football game. Yep. Yes, Notre Dame, the 12 men on the field and all that, that, that we could have changed some things, but we've seen it, but yes, this is going to be a much different environment going in the big house on a Saturday or Saturday afternoon, big, you know, big game here. And cause this is probably the most hyped regular season game. I could remember that 2019 LSU Bama game with Joe Burrow is up there, but I, you know, this one might have just with all the cheating, you know, with all the kind of back and forth with, you know, the Michigan kind of allegations going on right now. Um, but yeah, for McCourty, he's going to have to make a big play in this one. It's got to, you know, it could be on like a big third and a, you know, when you're driving where you kind of need seven, you don't want to, you know, you, you want to kind of, you don't want to kick the field goal. You want to kind of get a touchdown there, something like that. And then, for me too is is kind of the running game. Trayvon Henderson since coming back from injury, that running game's really gotten going. Um if they're able to kind of they can get a lead here, be able to kind of establish a running game, you know, and make McCarthy and Ohio and make, you know, M- McCarthy and um Michigan play from behind, which they really have not done a lot this year. Where you got to make him a passer. Um they can't kind of just, you know, try to run the football on you. They can get Henderson going again, you know, this week. Um, I, I think Ohio State, you know, has a shot. And, you know, and, and lastly, and like for Ryan Day too, and I know we've talked about this, he's not in the hot seat. Like, you know, but for Ohio State, to Ohio State fans, he is. And if yeah. he loses to an interim coach, that's not going to go well And this would be
1: his third straight loss against against Michigan. Third straight win. When Urban, but for, year, for years before he got, before he was the head coach, they couldn't even lose to Michigan.
2: No. yeah they yeah they they i know they they ran all over them they you know they, again they they dominated michigan for so long and yeah the last couple of years harbaugh's been able to flip it and yeah like this is you know for ryan day to get the confidence back of that of that fan base this is such a huge game for him that he has to win and you know because again they got a ton of talent i still think ryan day is a very good coach i know at times you know, you kind of question the play calling, but I still think majority of the time he's one of the best play calls in the country. And this is a, this is a team last year too. That was a field goal away from being Georgia in the national, in the yeah, semi final. Stroud was amazing.
1: Year. Stroud was yeah. amazing in that game.
2: Yeah. So, you know, that just, I, I, I you know, just figured I'd bring that up because he's on the hot seat, but it is a huge game for Ryan day to kind of get some, you know, you can't lose an intern coach. You know, I know Michigan's talented, but it, it would not be good for him, at, you know, for that confidence, to get comments back from that fan base.
1: No, 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 not at all, not at all, not at all. Now our game prediction, I'm, I'm, I think this is a game that's going to be, again, low scoring. I think Michigan jumps out early. I think they get the running game going early. Think they jump out early. I think McCord struggles. But then I think McCord makes some plays, gets the ball to Harrison, gets the ball to Trey Stover, gets the ball to those Iowa State receivers. But I think it's going to come to – and then, as they have been, Michigan gets conserved in the second half. But I think the ball's in McCord's hands at the end, but he doesn't get it done. And I think the Achilles heel for Ohio State shows up at the end of this game, and that's why I got Michigan winning this one 24-20 over Ohio State. But can the Buckeyes snap their two-game losing streak against the Wolverines?
2: I'm taking the Buckeyes.
1: Oh, you're going to Ohio State. Yeah,
2: yeah. I don't think – I think Marvin Harris, I think, you know, we saw Maryland have success against that secondary last week. I think Harrison's going to have a pretty nice day. I don't, I'm very worried about McCord going on the road. Yes. But I don't know, you know, what are the distractions like this week in Ann Arbor with everything going on? You know, I know maybe the investigation is not, you know, I know it's kind of ended, but everything going on. I haven't liked the way Michigan's played the last couple weeks. I'm going to take Marvin Harrison. Tom McCord to do enough. I think Trevor Henderson on the ground plays well. And again, Jim Knowles fixed his did fix this Ohio State defense for this game. I'm going to take Ryan Day to beat an interim head coach this week. I, you know, I don't, I just, I, I think the way kind of the conservativeness for Michigan, I don't think, Mc, I don't think McCarthy's 100%. I think that's going to be effect because McCarthy, I think is really gonna when he's, you know, able to get out and be mobile and run. I don't think he's going to be able to do that a lot. So I think Ohio State can contain him, and I'm going to take the Buckeyes to win a very low-scoring 21-17 to 17 victory over uh, Michigan.
1: All right, we'll see what happens Saturday. Got a humongous game between those two teams. But we're going to move on to Friday night and the Civil War. you got the Battle of Oregon between Oregon and Oregon State. And I think this game is close early, but there's been no defense in the country that's been able to stop Bo Nix this year. I think he has another huge game for Oregon, and he gets Oregon to that huge matchup with Washington next Friday night in the uh, in the Pac 12 championship game. I think DJU plays well, but he doesn't he's gonna have trouble keeping up. I got Oregon heading to the Pac 12 title game to face Washington. I got them winning it. They're, they're gonna get that rematch. I got them winning it 38 24 over Oregon State. But Justin can the Beavers ruin the ducks season?
2: No, I got the ducks in this one 35 to 17. Um actually before I talk about because we're talking about this rival game, kind of the last week in a college football as we know it. Just before all these changes happen. It right?
1: absolutely is. You're hundred yeah. percent right about that. It's so, sad, but it but it is. Yeah. It yeah. is. This one will never be the same after this.
2: No, I sounds like both these teams are trying to kind of continue this series. Sounds like Oregon's trying to move a couple things around in their schedule. So sounds like the Civil War may go on here for next, you know, handful of years, but you know, we'll wait and see. But yeah, last weekend, if you know, take it all in this weekend. Uh a little disappointing, but uh, because Michigan's next conference game, I think, is against USC. Next see the conference wow, game, so wow, wow. uh, you know, next year, so be a lot different. But for this game, yeah, I think the Beavers again try to play spoiler, but I think their secondary struggles to slow down bonex in this offense. And nobody goes up to the zoo in Eugene and knocks off Oregon. I think bonex plays really well again. Um, I think they do enough, and I just think Oregon right now up front, I think the Beavers are going to have a tough time. Trying to establish a running game with Damian Martinez in this football game. Again, this Oregon team went on the road to Utah and just absolutely blasted them 35 to 6. And you don't go into, into you know into that stadium and, and beat the Utes like they did. Um I, I got the I got the ducks winning this one 35 17. I you know, I think it'd be too tough for the Beaver, especially coming off that emotional loss last week. Um, I think it's tough short week, and I got I got the ducks at home.
1: We got a Pac 12 matchup in Austin as the Red Raiders face the Longhorns. And I think the Red Raiders keep it close early, but I think the Longhorns pull away. I don't think they score a ton of points, but they pull away and they win at 27 13. They keep their college football hopes alive. But, Justin, can the Red Raiders ruin the Longhorns' college, college football playoff hopes?
2: I don't think so. I think I got the Longhorns this one as well 31 to 21. I thought, you know, Texas. Was, you know, I thought they played a little bit better last week again, kind of, um you know, had a had a touchdown call back, um, you know, for the one thing with Texas year, they ranked 96 um, so far this year, in kind of red zone scoring um percentage like they have not been very good in the red zone. Um, you know, like, I, I don't know what it's been. I thought, you know, they lost Jonathan Brooks last week to running back. I thought CJ Baxter did a decent job in the backfield. I think he does enough. And I think for the Red Raiders. It's you know their quarterbacks have been really banged up this year. Um, that's been part of the problem. I think they at one point we're down to like their four string. Um, Braden Warren's kind of, he's played pretty well since coming in the sophomore. You know he's he's played well. Texas Tech's been you know it's I thought they were going to be better this year than they have. They made it you know they they got the six ones. I think they kind of fight. They usually play Texas pretty tough, but I just think Texas got too much talent. I think they move on and uh you know move on next week in the uh, Big Twelve championship game.
1: Battle of Kentucky between Kentucky and Louisville. Louisville trying to keep their very, 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 very slim playoff hopes alive. I think this is a close competitive game, and I'm going to take the team with the better record. I'm going to go with Louisville here to win 27-20. But, Justin, can the Wildcats win the Battle of Kentucky?
2: I need to be close. I, you know, I thought last week was the trap game for Louisville. They survived. I think this one could be another kind of trap game looking ahead to Florida State. I don't have to ride a game, but I got, um, Louisville in this one, 20 to 21. I don't, this Kentucky team, especially offensively, I don't think Devin Leary, their quarterback's been healthy most of the year. Their offense, besides like the floor, you know, outside like their non-con games, um, you know, that they, they, they put up 40 or 33 against Florida, and 45 against Vandy. Like other than that, their offense really hasn't been overly impressive this year, um, And I, you know, their defense can keep them in it. They're pretty good stopping the run, but I think Louisville Jack Plummer is going to have some success through the air in this one. And I think it'll be enough. I think Kentucky's going to keep it close. There's a lot of Mark Stu. You know, Kentucky fans aren't happy with Mark Stoops. Like, you know, Kentucky better be careful what they wish for because they want him gone. You're going to go back to three win season. So, you know, I think some too. Like, I feel maybe like this is the year Mark Stu wants another Stoops wants another job it's going to be this off season and that could maybe be a little bit of a distraction. So I got Louisville, but I think Kentucky's going to kind of fight, keep it close.
1: We got a matchup in the sec between Alabama and Auburn. And uh, I think that this game, because Auburn has had success against Alabama in this building. Oh, uh, they've won three of the last five times. They very easily could have won in 2021 mm-hmm. when they, when uh, Auburn beat them 24, 22, I think this game is really close. And I don't think this game that close. I think it's close early on. But I think in the second half, Bama pulls away with Jalen Milroy. I think Milroy plays really well. I just don't think Peyton Thorne's gonna be able to keep up with Jalen Milroy, and that's why I got Bama heading to the heading to the conference title game against Georgia with one loss. I got Alabama winning this game thirty-five to twenty. But can Auburn ruin Alabama's season again?
2: I don't think so. You mentioned it, Jordan Hare. It's something weird always happens down there in the plains. But uh, I got Bama twenty-seven to fourteen. Hugh Freeze he's had some success he's he's being saving forward down when he's at Ole Miss um and I think last week I really think Hugh Freeze was just prepping for Bama for two weeks like I don't think he cared at all about that New Mexico State game last week um I think he's threw all his eggs in the basket for this week just to get this win but I just praying Dorf's not very good can you can you be able to run the ball enough against this Bama team and Auburn's you know. I think in this one, too, we're going to really – I think Jill and No Row and Tommy Reese, their OC, have kind of figured out this offense is approving. But Auburn's defense is pretty good. And I want – you know, like I think this is a good week to kind of figure out how improved this offense is. Because if they go down there and they put up like 35, something like that, then, yeah, like they've really improved. But if they go put up 27, was that just a case because they played and they put up 42 against a very poor LSU defense? So I think Alabama is going to win this one. But I just I don't know how many points Hugh Freeze can scheme up with, with this Auburn offense. I just there's not a lot there. And you know, he's starting to kind of flip some guys in recruiting. He's got a right now pretty strong class coming in. Like I think he'll get it turned around there, but they're not at that level yet.
1: Got the apple cup between Washington and Washington and Washington Washington State and Washington. I think that Washington wins this game. And I think I think I think they win it pretty convincingly. I got Washington winning this one. I think it's close early, but I think Washington pulls away in the second half. I got Washington win this one, 42 to 24, proving that they should definitely be the number four team in the country and probably even higher. And, but Justin, can the Cougars ruin the uh, the the? Can the Cougars hand the Huskies their first loss?
2: No, I got the Huskies as well here, 38 to uh, 23. There's another one, the Apple Cup. Um, I think it was Sunday or Monday. Both teams kind of announced that they're gonna play the series through at least 2028. 20, so another one. will at least have this one now. Now it's up the bedlam. Um, now we need those <laughs> two schools to kind of end their yeah. uh, bitterness and figure that one out. Um, but the Cougars' defense is so bad. Yeah, they destroyed Colorado last week. Yeah, you know. Oh, Colorado, Colorado! Imagine how
1: imagine how they've fallen off. They're not even a story anymore. They're not going to make a bowl nope. game.
2: Nope, zero depth. Yeah. Zero you, depth. You, up front. You,
1: you were right about them. I was kind of high on them. You were not. Yeah. You were not that high on them. Even when they were winning those games early, you were not high on them.
2: You know what game? No, I,
1: what game? You knew though. When
2: they weren't that good, that Colorado State game, but they barely won. Yeah, they they should have of lost that one. That coach uh, blew that one. Um, yeah. Dion, 69th ranked recruiting class. He, you know, <laughs> may now may not get this thing turned around too quickly there, but uh, you know, we'll see. But going for this game there, uh, Cam Ward finally kind of got it going last week. They've been so one dimensional this year, and I think you know I know Washington secondary is not great, but I think this is a game where Washington kind of controls it uh and watching again last week that rain you know just coming down sideways they won in more they won in different ways they won with their defense it feels like this is a team of destiny like tcu last year like they're just continually to find I mean, different I ways mean, to win. i mean
1: they're different they're better they're, than tcu oh yeah absolutely a better team yeah but yeah find you mean find different ways to win and everything
2: yeah absolutely yeah in that in that way it just kind of see you know they're kind of just figuring things out um yeah figuring out kind of different ways to win football games. I think this weekend's Washington state they they're Michael panic should be able to do whatever he wants. I think the weather should be better. So I think they're be able to swing the ball around, even though he looked, you know, pretty good throwing in, in that weather. But yeah, I got Washington win this one by at least two scores.
1: All righty. We got the battle in the swamp between Florida and Florida state. And this is the one upset I'm picking this weekend. I know who's this yeah. his name. Rodemaker, the quarterback. Yeah. Rodema- Ro-
2: Rodemaker. Uh, Rodemaker. Rotamaker.
1: I think he plays okay, but he would not play as well as Jordan Travis would against this defense. And Florida's problem is not their offense; it's been their defense. Graham Burns actually had a decent year. I know they've lost four in a row. I, Graham Burns uh, is, is, is out. Mertz Mertz is out. Is out. He who's broke playing? his
2: talon last week.
1: Gotcha. Who's who's playing? It's Max
2: Brown. They're uh, freshman quarter. Fresh. Yeah, Mac. Mac. Uh, Max Brown. I think he's a freshman.
1: Yeah, but I do think. Oh, he's a freshman. Yeah, but yeah. I do think. All right, maybe, but you know what? Hey, maybe in the swamp, he, the fresh that kid plays pretty well. And they and they and they pull one out again. I, I don't know how good this Florida State team is without Jordan Travis. I think it's a close competitive game. And I'm going to go with the Gators here. I'm going to with the Gators, 24-21 to pull the upset.
2: Really? So, yeah. Still, you know that Tate Brian, um, you know Mac Brown, he's a very mobile quarterback. Could maybe give Florida yeah. State some problems. I again, it's yeah. in the swamp on a Saturday night, and they're fighting yeah. for a bowl game. Yeah. And Billy Napier really needs this one because that fan yeah. base is uh turn on they're, him very. Quickly they're getting impatient
1: right with them. They bet they're getting impatient oh, yeah. with them. Yeah
2: they fired Mullen. They, they, they jumped at the first panic and that was a bad move firing Dan Mullen. It's yeah. kind of starting to show, yeah. um, for this game, it'll be the battle of the backup. Florida State, another backup quarterback they've gotten to face. Like if you go back the last like four or five weeks, they've kind of, yeah. they've continued to face like backups. Um, yeah. but so Brown could give him some problems. There's not a, you know, he looked decent last week in the, in the Missouri game. Um, you know, they're, but, yeah, Tate Rodemagher, he's been in the system now for a couple years. He played last year, um, you know, when um, Jordan Travis got hurt against Louisville last year, he kind of came in. He was okay. He's been in the system. Mike Norvell actually recruited this guy when he saw Memphis, like, you know, Tate Rodemaker So, you know, that, like, um, so Mike Norvell is pretty high on him. He does like him. He's, you know, veteran kind of backup that's been in the system now for four years. I think he plays well enough, and I think offensively, I just – I and you talked about Florida's defense. It's so poor, and I think Johnny Wilson and Keon Coleman. I think they have big enough days there, and I, you know, big enough, um, big enough games here. And they do enough against, and they do more than that. Florida offense and that Florida secondary gave up a fourth and twenty-two. I think it was last week. And wow. the, the 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 dude was sitting there. The Florida secondary or one of their corners was sitting there, kind of celebrating, um, you know, thinking that uh burden dropped the ball and. You know. <laughs> Like, it, wow. like he started, started celebrating early. So I I just, I can't trust this Florida team right now. I think the Seminoles find a way to sneak out of both a win.
1: All righty. We'll wrap up talking about Georgia and Georgia Tech. And I think Georgia wins this one big. I know Haynes King hasn't had a bad year for Georgia Tech, but I, I got Georgia winning this one by three or four scores. I got Georgia winning this one 45 to 13 over Georgia Tech. Justin, Georgia look like it's the best. look like they're the best team in the country. I assume you got them winning big in Atlanta on Saturday night.
2: Yeah, uh, Brent Key's done an un- unbelievable job in year one. Um, Georgia Tech's won bowling. They would have won the Coastal. They would be representing the Coastal division if they still had division. So wow. um, that's, you know, I don't know if that's how bad the ACC's been this year. Or, um, but so, yeah, Hank Keyes has played really, really well for the most part. He struggled at Clemson. And the other problem with Georgia Tech is their defense is, pitiful. They cannot stop the run. They're second to worst in the country. They're giving up over 220 yards rushing yards per game. I think Georgia is going to be able to run the football all over over them in this one. Um, You know, I think Georgia Tech will score at some points, but I I think Georgia wins this game going away. I think it's uh, 41 to 17. I don't think this is particularly close. And Carson Beck's playing, playing really, really well. If he comes back to school next year, I would not be shocked to see him be like the preseason Heisman favorite next year. Um, The way he's really come on at the end of the year, you know, so I got Georgia in this one and they, uh, you know, I don't think there's a kind of look at spot here Game ready for Alabama next week. They usually take care of business. I think they do here on Saturday night.
1: Yeah, I think they do as well. I think Georgia wins big in that game, but that's going to wrap it up this week with this week on sports talk with R and J for Justin and Afrio. I'm Steve Risser. We'll be back next week talking about week 13 of the NFL season championship week and championship week of the college football season. I hope everyone has a happy and safe Thanksgiving.
0: Joel first is. down, wide
1: open, it's Barkley. And Saquon Barkley will take it into the end zone. Your best ability is, av- is availability. Saquon Barkley, he's great when he's on the field, but the problem is, since 2018, he hasn't been healthy for this team.
0: Look at this. They lob it to him. He taps it oh, in oh, off the
2: glass. How about that? Porter Morger, I think right now, is the best coach of college basketball. Hands down. Finch two for three. He's done his part.
0: Finch has drilled the deep right field toward the pole, and it is gone. They don't
1: mind not being what they were in the 90s as the best organization in baseball. Because the Yankees are not They're even close
2: to the best organization in baseball. They're trying to be the Rays, and the Rays do
0: this for a reason. Like, you're the Yankees. My name is Joe McGuire. I'm the president of Clovercrest Media Group. And here at CMG, we have a wide variety of podcasts, including sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Showing About the G-Man. And great true crime shows like Sticky Week, Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Burn, the Unsolved Murder of David Eichmann. You can find all these podcasts and so much more by visiting Clovercrestmedia.com.